Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. (laughs) It's still funny. I can't help it. We have not yet heard from... Kelsey versus Kelsey, Kelsey and Kelsey, they are supposed to be releasing a podcast, the New Heights podcast, on this Wednesday, February 1st. What, what? How is it February 1st? Who? These football storylines, these football games, these football shows carry us pretty quickly through the end of the regular season, which starts the new year, and then obviously right into the playoffs, and uh, we're trying to catch our breath here and catch up. But it'll be nice to have a break this weekend. I, I know that probably sounds sacrilegious. I think it will be nice to have a break this weekend. Maybe I will check out this newfangled skills competition that they're doing in place of the Pro Bowl um, I, I don't know. At, at what point, serious question, at what point do we have Manning fatigue? I, I, I don't have it yet. I'm, I'm being completely sincere. Well, I mean, it's, I'm being funny, obviously, but I, I am not tired yet of seeing Peyton and Eli. I love the Manning cast. I really like them together, actually, more than I, you know, one versus the other. I like them together. It, except that it feels like at the Pro Bowl skills competition, it's not supposed to be about them. <laughs> so the commercial where they're debating who's cooler and and who which one mom's like mom likes more, AFC or NFC. I mean, it's funny, but I also think that's not what the Pro Bowl skills competition should be about. Um, but I think I'll check it out. I don't want to have Manning fatigue. So if it starts to give me Manning fatigue, I'm gonna have to turn it off. No, Eli's loud. <laughs> 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 Full disclosure, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna tip your hand a little bit here, producer Jay. Just and if you want, you can share someone on my list. We put together a wish list of guests, so we're shooting for the moon, and we're gonna come down with a couple of moon rocks. All right, we may not have the whole moon, but we're gonna have a couple of moon rocks. Is that a good slogan? Shoot for the moon, come home with moon rocks. No, is that I dumb? Like it. Okay, maybe I'll tweet that and see what kind of response Send I get. Send it to NASA. If people start. <laughs> If people start responding with laughing so hard they're crying emojis, I'll know that it didn't really hit the spot. So when James and I exchanged our wish list and I said to him, go big or go home, baby. Let's like do it. Let's just come up with the biggest, boldest, brashest list we can. One of the names on his list was Eli Manning. Now, he does interviews all over the place. So we believe there should be some availability. We're working on it. He's not yet on our confirmed list, though we do now have Two on our confirmed list. Boom! Pretty excited about that. Uh, Anyway, that would be fun. Would you like to tattle on me or, I guess, tip my hand and and share one of the top names on my wish list? Should we keep the rest a secret? That was a little So you don't don't want to blab about somebody on my list? I think I'm going to keep my lips uh, shut on this one. You never do that. I know. (laughs) I know. (laughs) 
<laughs> anyway, Kelsey's are not on our list, but that would be kind of fun. We'll have to settle for the podcast. Aaron Rodgers did his podcast on Tuesday, or I'm sorry, with, with Pat McAfee, and, and that was uh, podcasted for us to find uh, and to hear, of course. And then uh, Tom Brady, too, though I guess we haven't gotten to it yet, right? So we're going to save it. This is our home show. We don't want to do it half-assed. Unless it's something that we can do with just one cut. I'll let producer Jay tell me. We've been so busy here on the show because of the hires, because of the basketball. Uh, We had an incredible guest, Lindsay Rhodes. I I had to cut myself off, not her. I had to cut myself off because I could have talked to her for the bulk of of an hour. As it was, it was close to 30 minutes. (laughs) She was so great to stick around. Uh, Joined us from L.A. earlier in the show. So anyway... Uh, It's one of those shows where it's super busy, and I wish that I could uh, get into a lot of other stuff that we just haven't had a chance for, but that is the beauty of four hours every night. Never, ever, ever, ever tell me there's nothing going on in sports because that hasn't happened in 12 years. (laughs) Don't you ever, 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 ever. And I'm looking at the camera when I say this. Ever. Disrespect Arrowhead. That's right. Or disrespect after hours. It's after hours. Don't ever. Ever. It's after hours with Amy Lawrence here on CBS Sports Radio. Thank you for all your questions for Ask Amy Anything. Uh, that is part of our hump show. And we will. I will. I, I say we, but Jay is not allowed to do this because I don't trust him. Although I suppose after knowing me as well as you do for the last year and a half, maybe you could answer some of the questions. But I, I don't know that I trust you. You know, you know some people have ghostwriters for their social media or they have a PR firm for their social media. Full disclosure, I am a control freak when it comes to my social media because it's it's scrutinized so heavily that I do not allow anyone else to touch mine. Jay doesn't care. I have his passwords. He couldn't care less. He's no. like, go ahead and write to my friends if you want. I don't care. Um, so, <laughs> but I, it's not that I don't love Jay, but I just, I, I don't think I trust you to answer questions for Ask Amy. I think you could trust me, but I think it's fair that you're... Food questions, maybe. Yeah, I would get those. I would get this... Mm. I don't know. I, I probably would have put Admiral Akbar in your in your in my in Golden your, Girls house on Yavin. House. But would you have known Yavin? Probably not. I feel like you would have stuck me with Darth Maul. Like the, no, if, depending on whether or not you liked me on a particular night, you would have stuck me with Darth Darth Maul. I don't think so. I might have the given Emperor. You, I might have given you BB-8 instead of R2D2. <laughs> but I do like BB-8. He's very functional. He gets he, a, he gets around a lot easier than R2 does. Although R2 flies, so there's that. Anyway. The questions that you sent for Ask Amy Anything, uh, I try to go back and answer them as best I can if they're quick. I've already started uh, to do this. So, yeah, um, it's it's just one of the things that we do. We don't ever have time to get to all your questions, but we are going to give you a Super Bowl version of Ask Amy Anything on video to start next week. Uh, so that's part of it. It's after hours on our Facebook page and on our Twitter. Uh, let's see. Why don't we do hoops first, and then we'll we'll backpedal into some football again. Football is just, it never stops, ever. And I love it. It's great for business, but it never stops. Right now, the hype machine around LeBron James' pending history is also never going to stop. <laughs> it never stops. You knew that LeBron was not going to sit out his favorite game of the year, his favorite road game of the year, I should say, and that is Madison Square Garden. Uh, for years, he has talked about how much he loves playing at MSG, 
And so it's fueled the speculation that maybe at some point he would join the Knicks just simply so he could be the king on the greatest stage in basketball, or so they tell themselves there at Madison Square Garden. Goodbye, King James. The tickets for his game, the Lakers game, against the Knicks on Tuesday night were through the roof. Uh, The last we checked, and I'm sure it was tighter, even closer to game time, the cheapest ticket to get in the building was $300, and, and those were way up above the bridge. The game went into overtime, and... The Knicks' defense left a little to be desired. Here's Russ. Two-pointer. Good. Bank shot from 17 feet on the left side. And now the Lakers lead by seven with 110 to go. Shooter, you want to have the ball because he's the Lakers' best free throw shooter. And that's what he's doing. And Brentson is trying to bird dog him. And he got it to LeBron. Lay it up and in. And that should ice the game. 127-121 with 19 seconds remaining. And the Lakers are going to get a much-needed win in game three of this road trip. The game was decided by the players. In Boston, the game was decided by the refs. So it was more demoralizing. You know, it's no, I mean, we tried to, but I mean, obviously what happened in Boston was what happened. So um, tonight, the game was decided in the regulation by the players. Two good, two good defensive stops. Jalen Brunson stepping over for AD, um, and then AD locking down defensively. I'm giving a little help. So the game was decided by by, by the players. Okay, they're not going to let it go, are they? They're not going to let that miss foul go in Boston. Uh, here's the thing: no one wants to hear this. LeBron doesn't want to hear this. I hope somebody brought it up in the post-game press conference. Probably not, because right now it's LeBron's world and we're just living in it. In Boston, yes, there was a missed foul. They played overtime. Is LeBron trying to tell me that the refs controlled overtime as well? Or that maybe the Lakers didn't have the skills, the ability to beat the Celtics in OT? Are you telling me that once they got to OT, the game was over? That's it? Or are we also to assume that he makes the free throws? I'm just just asking the pertinent questions. That's it. Never assume free throws. (laughs) It's like assuming the first down. Never assume anything. You know what happens when you assume. But nobody wants to hear what I have to say about the Boston game. I agree. They missed the foul. The refs are never sleeping again. That's what they've told us. Um, But come on. They stole the win. You had overtime. Slightly melodramatic, though not quite as melodramatic as dropping to all fours on the court and then looking at yourself on the Jumbotron. LeBron on his hands and knees, looking up at the Jumbotron to see himself on his hands and knees. Thank you, Sean Grandy. At least Sean and I had the same perspective on that particular moment. Uh, John Ireland, by the way, on Lakers Radio. Yes, they did outscore the next 15-9 to in OT. And even though he is still shy of Kareem's scoring record, soon to be LeBron's scoring record, 89 more points until LeBron becomes the NBA's all-time leading scorer, he moved into fourth place all-time on the... Wait a minute, hold on. Assists lists. It's not easy to say. Also, now I'm just slap happy. But yes, congratulations to LeBron. He's in fourth. It's amazing um, because 
that's just you know what I love to do and, and get my guys involved and you know trying to put the ball on time and on target with my guys um, throughout the course of my career and you know with another great group that uh, allows me to um, see the space and see the, um, the floor and I'm able to get it to them and try to get it to them you know with the right type of um, pass and um, but they they have to make the shots and they, they've done a great job of that um, not only this season but over the course of my career so it's pretty pretty cool. Jay just reminded me that Russell Westbrook moved into 10th on the all-time. Can we call it the dimes list? It's the list of dimes. Let's just call it the the dishes. We'll call we'll call it the dishes. Uh, no, we won't. Uh, Russell Westbrook is 10th, and now LeBron is 4th. So that's interesting on the same roster. But all the focus is that scoring record, 89 points to go. And no, then we probably won't stop talking about it for a while. But yes, the buildup is immense. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. Let's see. If Nikola Jokic has an extended career, there's a real good chance that he's going to assault the record books again. Uh, We were talking, Jay and I, pre-show about some of the major topics. And I don't say he was flippant about it, only that it was expectant. Oh, hey, the Nuggets are playing. Jokic will have another triple-double. Rebound down to Aaron Gordon. Gordon the other way. Throws in the corner, Casey three. That one won't go. Rebound tip, grabbed by Jokic. What a rebound. Gets it to Gordon in a dunk with two hands. Timeout Pelicans. What a rebound by Nikola Jokic. He's just so consistent. You know, every night he's just doing it so easy. No matter what they're saying, whether double team, single covered, you know, he keeps hooping and uh, finding his guys. So uh, he's just amazing, man. It's, what he does every night is, is pretty incredible. He pretty much does it every night, does he not? Jamal Murray uh, had seven three-pointers interviewed on TNT after the fact. Jokic, 26 points, 18 rebounds, 15 assists. Oh, top 10 in dimes? Just watch out. He's already the franchise leader in assists, uh, and that's saying something. Uh, And he, I don't know how many triple-doubles he has now, probably almost as many games as the Nuggets have played. Uh, So he and LeBron, both with the trip dubs on Tuesday night. (laughs) How did you look it up that quickly? No, seriously, producer Jay just yelled in my ear, 16! How did how did you look it up that quickly? Oh, you were on the game here. cap. You were on the game cap, no, weren't you? I thought it got the idea, looked it up quick, times of the essence. But how though? I'm asking, like, which website did you look at? Uh Google. How Jokic triple doubles this season. Oh. <laughs> Answer was right there. Wait, are you sure that it's updated though with last night's? I am, yeah, actually. It says updated. Uh, 16. Oh, wow, handy. Jay loves Google. Loves YouTube and loves Google. Oh, but there's one in the same, really, now. Oh, are they? Yeah. So when we say YouTube will have the NFL Sunday ticket next year, it's actually Google. Essentially. See, people think Amazon's taking over the world. I say Google. And not just that, but they spy on you. It's a little bit creepy when you Google something on your work computer, and then you go home, and it's part of your home search. That is is freaky. I do not like it. I've had times even worse where I've said something out loud, like, oh, a specific type not, of... Not anything. texting it. Not, not texting, <gasps> not even typing it on my phone. Just It's Google just in the air. It's, and then I see an ad. It's in the air, it. did you say? It's in the air. And all of us, like, oh, <laughs> yeah, I like Miller Lite, whatever, anything. And all of a sudden... Why'd you have to go alcohol? It's a family audience yeah. this morning. Well... Miller Lite. And okay. then and then I, I thought that was water. Then I get an ad for Miller Lite right there. And mm-hmm. I didn't even I didn't type it. I didn't search it. I just spoke it. Is it Miller Lite mostly water? <laughs> kind of, yeah. Oh. Huh. Is that all your radio salary can afford? <laughs> if that. 
half a Miller Lite. Can I have half a Miller Lite, please? <laughs> Can I give you hour. half the cost? Especially when you go to a ballpark or a game, a Miller Lite maybe would be 50 cents cheaper than a, a real good brew. Yeah. But I mean, still, you're, it's going to cost you 18 bucks for a Miller Lite. You're, you're paying 18 bucks for a water, essentially. Yeah, I don't. I, it's like I flavored, beer flavored water. It is. It's not good. It's not good. You just get some hot dog water. What? Ew, what's that? Better than Miller Lite, probably. No, gross. Is that a thing? Tell me what? that's not a thing. Eating, hot dog water. Drinking hot dog water? No, I hope not. What that's is hot nasty. dog water? Like when you oh, boil oh, a hot dog. you mean when you boil. <laughs> See, I haven't eaten hot dogs since I was broke in college or whatever. I, I don't eat hot dogs. Uh, so now I get it. You're saying, like, after you boil them. Yeah. yeah. Do you still boil your hot dogs? Because I know a lot of people, they'll skip it and they'll put them in the microwave. Oh, microwave. Wow. I've never done that yeah. before. No. What, I, how do you I, grill then? Uh, yeah, I, I like them grilled. But if I, you know, times of the essence, you just put a pot of water on and throw it in. That's fine. That's fine, too. But. Hot dog. That's disgusting, Jay. What? Miller Lite tastes like hot dog water. <laughs> I said you're better off drinking <laughs> hot dog water. Ew, no, no, that. no, no, no. Gross. You have completely grossed me out. Why do you do that every single night when we're talking about food? I, I mean, last night you asked me if I had an unwrapped Twinkie in my no. cupboard. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. I, just, I told you there was a Twinkie under my bed left by my dog sitter, and you said, and I said it's still in my cupboard. Maybe I'll eat it on Super Bowl Sunday, and you said, unwrapped? No, I was just confirming if it was, if you found it, was it wrapped, was it unwrapped, was it exposed no, to the elements? No, you still was refuse it- to accept that there's no way this girl would keep an unwrapped piece of food from under her bed and put it into her cupboard. What? No, of course not. I, I mean, was asking when you found I've it. I've cooked for you before. What the hell, Jay? What does that even mean? You asked me if it was wrapped. I was curious when you've located it, was it? But why would it still be in my cupboard if I found it unwrapped? I guess. Yeah, that's a good point. Why would it be under your bed in the first place? Let's go back to talking about hot dog water because the dog sitter left it there. I See, I can't let this go. I'm having a hard time. I can't let it go. (laughs) All right. Still to come. uh, We've got. The Niners, who are speaking about the season that was, but also the season that's to come. And Brock Purdy answering questions with long-winded responses, which I really appreciate as a radio host. And Aaron Rodgers is annoyed. Uh, What else is new? It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. Josh Johnson is the new quarterback. He gets the ball from the 20. Johnson has played for about every team in pro football and also in the UFL, the United Football League, the Alliance of American Football, and the XFL. And he's been called in because there's an injury to the throwing arm of quarterback Brock Purdy. This will be the fourth different San Francisco quarterback this season. This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. Kevin Harlan and Kurt Warner on Westwood One as he identified. They were calling the NFC Championship in Philadelphia, and that is the moment in the first quarter, very early in the game, where the hopes and the hearts of Niners fans sunk. And Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. 
conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Heavily, because Brock Purdy was knocked out of the game with what we now know is a torn ACL uh, on a, I mean, it was a perfectly legal and clean hit by Hassan Reddick. Uh, he was able to get around his blocker fairly quickly. He just had the edge, the explosiveness to get around him uh, and, and then was unfettered to Brock Purdy. And as Brock was trying to throw, Reddick was right into his elbow. And so it's a rare injury for quarterbacks, but uh, it is one that potentially could require surgery. We know that Brock is still exploring other options. He would prefer not to have surgery because that comes with roughly a six-month recovery period. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio coming up. Uh, just a couple of minutes of my conversation with longtime NFL host and analyst Lindsey Rhodes. <laughs> One of our listeners said, it's like hearing you talk to you. Maybe that's why Lindsay and I have such a good time because we see life fairly, uh, fairly similarly, although she's got so much experience in football. She's buried in it, immersed in it, and I learned so much from her too. But, yeah, she's a lot of fun. Whole conversation will be on our podcast. We did talk about the Niners quarterback situation. Brock Purdy himself was describing his injury in the San Francisco exit interviews on Tuesday. A lot of baseball pitchers, they face this kind of thing with the UCO. Um, you know, guys that have this problem in football, you know, really the quarterback situation, there hasn't been a lot of cases with it, but, you know, usually it's like a linebacker, offensive lineman, and then they can just brace it up and go play. But when you're throwing, um, it's a different situation. But, you know, the way a quarterback throws compared to a pitcher, two different things. Um, you know, it's similar, but more violent as a baseball player. So, you know, they're saying, you know, the recovery process could be a little bit faster as a quarterback, but. Um, definitely I've looked at guys that have, have gone through this kind of thing and it's uh, I'm just trying to find what's right because everyone's situation is a little different and I'm trying to find out which one's right for, for myself. I love his answers. They're never short. They're never succinct. Uh, they always give you lots of information and I'm always impressed by his poise and his maturity and you can understand why he was the right man to step into the job when Jimmy Garoppolo got hurt in the Miami game. Now, he, if he has surgery, won't be able to play really during the offseason or training camp, which is a it's too bad because he's got a lot to learn still. He's a rookie and he's, let's be fair, until Garoppolo got hurt, he was not taking any of the snaps in practice. He was probably the 
the uh, practice squad QB or the quarterback who is simulating the other teams, the opponent's offense. Uh, so he wasn't getting a ton of snaps with the team. This was his opportunity to really grow and practice and, and sink his teeth into a QB competition for he and Trey Lance to go back and forth. It does sound like there is going to be a competition whenever Purdy is ready to go and Lance is ready to go, too, if you listen to what George Kittle had to say, uh, although he starts with typical George Kittle humor. I've had a six-year career. I've had one year with one quarterback, super fun, 2019. Other than that, I've had two or more. Four out of six, I've had three or more. It's awesome. Uh, It's an experience. I just love a plethora of quarterbacks (laughs) to choose from. Um, What's my confidence level? I mean, I don't know how you can't be, uh, you know, confident in Brock Purdy, what he put together. Um, I don't really foresee us losing too many of our, like, our skill positions, you know, going into next year. Obviously, like, there's contracts and stuff, you know, after next season. But, you know, next year I think we have an ability, like, we have, an, um, we have a possibility to go out there and compete at a really high, high level from right away, you know, not take a slow start. You know, that's my goal. Um, so, uh, you know, I don't know, like, Trey, hopefully he's thrown again here soon and, you know, it'll be a nice competitive battle for him. You know I mean, uh, I have no idea what the guy behind me is going to do. I had no idea what he was going to do last year or the year before that, too. And, hey, you never know what happens. Now, see, we we didn't see where George was standing. So we don't know who was behind him. But, Jay, I'm telling you, that feels like a Jimmy Garoppolo thing to me. Because, remember, he said, I didn't know last year or the year before either about Garoppolo. And the Niners have been theoretically trying to move on from him. Remember, it was two seasons ago when they moved up in the draft to grab Trey Lance, but they decided they would go with Garoppolo, right? I I got it now. So the video was him. He was just in front of the locker. There really wasn't anyone behind him, so I wasn't sure. Was it Jimmy's locker? It's Jimmy's locker. I see a picture of it now. That makes sense because there's no way he was talking about Trey Lance. Uh, Anyway, so that makes sense now. So George brings Jimmy into the conversation. Excuse me. George brings Jimmy in. Um, We know about Brock Purdy. They'd be ridiculous to move on from him. Of course they're not going to. He's cheap. As in the cheapest quarterback in the freaking NFL. He was the last guy taken in the draft. Didn't we say he was making under a million dollars this year? There are no cheaper quarterbacks in the NFL right now. There couldn't be because he was the last one drafted. He's making minimum salary. So, yes, you keep him as long as you can because he's already been a revelation. But you traded up to get Trey Lance. So unless you move him to another team, you are likely to get assets in return. Well, then you're looking at a quarterback battle in this offseason. I haven't talked to Kyle yet, so I'll go, I'll go gotcha. talk to Kyle, and uh, you know, I'm sure it'll be a whole story again this year for you guys. So I'm super <laughs> excited for that, but um, I'm just yeah, excited to get back out there, excited to compete. So Trey Lance says he hasn't spoken to Kyle yet, but I, it just stands to reason that, especially with Brock unavailable, at least initially in the offseason, uh, that you're looking at a competition between the two. I know sports is not always fair. Life is not always fair. Sometimes it does come down to the money you're paying and where these guys are drafted. But to me, Brock has earned the right to compete for the job. It, Not to mention, he might give you a better chance to win. How much have we seen of Trey Lance? Not a whole lot, right? So, so there's that. And there's more, too, with the Niners. Um, Nick Bosa, Fred Warner, both talking about D'Amico Ryans moving on to become the head coach of the Houston Texans. I really like this answer from Fred. Uh, he wanted, or he was talking about the, the number of ways that D'Amico has impacted him as a player. Oh, man, I don't know if I could pick just one. Uh, 
it, uh, it it was just it was a perfect match, honestly, given where I was coming from, out of BYU, out of out of position or positionless, I guess you could say, and um, being asked to, to play the mic position and a guy who played it at a high level and knew what it took to to play at a high level to help develop me. And um, you know, I'm not the player I am today without him. I love that Fred Warner's uh, these last couple of weeks has been quite the leader. Uh, not only in his locker room, but in front of a microphone as well as the Niners have gone through some tough stuff. Yes, D'Amico Ryans tabbed as the next the next head coach of the Texans. He'll be the fourth head coach in four years. Um, and so that's, it's hopefully going to end with him. I, I feel like the last two guys that were hired were never intended to be long-term solutions. The franchise did not treat them the way that they deserved. Of course, they did take the jobs probably with eyes open. Uh, D'Amico, though, has a six-year deal, and you could hear how excited Cal McNair is to bring back the former Houston Pro Bowl linebacker. It's an exciting day for us. Just so you know, I'm an eternal optimist, uh, but really I wait until signatures are on the line that we know for sure, you know, we got it done because uh, there are a lot of places he could have gone, and but he, he wanted to be here. We wanted him to be here, and it really worked out, and we're, we couldn't be more excited to have him here. Yeah, this this seems like a home run. There were a bunch of teams that wanted him. In fact, the Denver Broncos, if you believe the reports, wanted him first. <laughs> So they not only tried to get Ryan's as their head coach, we also have heard the reports that one of the Broncos owners flew to Ann Arbor to make a last-ditch effort, a last-ditch pitch, if you will, to Jim Harbaugh. Does that mean they settled for Sean Payton? Ooh, I don't. are we allowed to say that? He definitely wasn't their first choice, if you believe the reports. And we know Ian Rappaport is very well connected. Uh, interesting, though. He will have the job. His primary role will be to fix the offense around Russell Wilson. All right, there's a, there's so much more. Frank Reich spoke. Got to be deja vu for Frank, even as he's moving to a new start in Carolina. Uh, David Tepper spoke, too. Okay, Jay, you tell me. I'm going to let Jay be the, the guy who makes the decision here. I'm passing the buck, essentially. Should we continue with some of these themes? So, Frank, David Tepper, we haven't heard from Aaron Rodgers yet. DeMar Hamlin had another message. Or should we bring back part of our conversation with Lindsay? You tell me, because I know you loved Lindsay, and she was great. We can't do everything. And I sometimes get tired of making these decisions. <laughs> yeah, I loved Lindsay. I think there's a lot of great stuff in there, especially in that clip we were going to bring back. Mm -hmm. My only concern would be, to I would love to get to the other stuff today too, but will we be able to do it justice and squeeze it all in in this final? No, thing? that's not possible, which is right. why you need to make a decision. Sometimes you stuck at decisions. Let's just be I fair. Just, yes. I, I was leaning towards the, trying to maybe saving some of our audio because we got a lot of good stuff here. I wouldn't want to, you know, cram it in. So which audio would you like to save? <laughs> the Frank and the Oh, you want to save cuz I feel like that's more timely. Lindsay, we could uh, it's what so would you like okay. to say No, 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 I'm going to go with you. You want to bring back Lindsay. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.
Jay. Oh my gosh. Come on quick. Peter Schwartz is waiting. All right. We'll, 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 maybe we'll bring back the Lindsay tomorrow because that'll work better there. That'll still work there too. And we'll do this. Did today I influence you? Well, it, that's a good point. So we'll do, we'll go with that. See, this is why I should never cut in when Jay's trying to make a decision because I sway him too easily. I mean, I like made one and then yes, I guess it wasn't the right no, one. No, but... Stop it. No, see, that's why. We're going to go with Lindsay then because that's what you wanted to do. Good thing we just wasted that 90 seconds. I, I should just have gone with your first answer. All right. You will like what Lindsay has to say. She uh, kind of drops down this rabbit hole that I wasn't expecting, but it was good stuff. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence. You are listening to the After Hours podcast. You got to have the maturity to understand that even though there there could be a finality to this season, um, you can't just let it be in vain. You can't let it be in vain. You got to learn from it and got to figure out, okay, why did we finish the way we did this year? And then let's not let that happen next year. So you get back up to that spot on the mountain next year. Hey, remember we were here last year. Remember what happened? That's not happening this year. That's the kind of stuff I think that we have to do. This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. Well, that proved to be a bit prophetic, uh, or at least handy for Frank Reich, even as he was talking about the Colts' tough situation. And we know now it, it really went from bad to worse for the Colts. But the fact that you have to be able to put bad experiences in the rearview mirror once you take whatever wisdom and knowledge you can glean from them, then you have to flush it. I'm paraphrasing what he said. Uh, But that was when he was with the Colts. Now he's with the Panthers, except have you noticed any similarities between the two jobs? Is it just me, or does it feel like deja vu for Frank Reich? It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence, CBS Sports Radio. Before we go even one foot further down this road, Jay, people are going to assume that I steamrolled you and that I disregarded your choice to replay part of our Lindsay Rhodes interview, which is available on our podcast in its entirety. Really good stuff. We laughed. We didn't cry, but we, we lamented uh, and we just had a grand old time. And we, I think we talked about almost every team in the NFL plus the Super Bowl. Anyway, please share with the peeps that I did not strong arm you or force you to change your mind. Don't slight me. No, this was completely agreed upon decision. This is the move. No, no, no. You said to me after we got off the air that you changed your mind. Yeah, no, this is, I want this. This uh, is what we're doing. I want this. <laughs> and when Jay, Jay only really says that about candy and about Miller Lite, apparently. No, no, no. <laughs> he also don't let him ever tell you he doesn't love falling asleep on the couch because he totally does. Mm. That's his favorite place to fall asleep. Anyway, Jay changed his mind as soon as we turned off the microphones and said, I think it's a better idea because we can't hear from Frank Reich on our next show. It would be dated. Okay. Accurate. Accurate. Thank you, Jay. Thank you for backing me up. Uh, so, Frank Reich leaves Carolina. Uh, anybody remember how many starting quarterbacks they used this year? I'm sorry, he leaves Indianapolis. Any Anybody want to take a gander? It's easy, right? Because they had one of the worst quarterback situations in the league, despite the fact that Matt Ryan was once again a veteran they brought in, like Carson Wentz the year before, like Phillip Rivers the year before. And yes, it worked out with Rivers. They went to the playoffs, and they had a a Jonathan Taylor season. 
behind that offensive line. You felt like you had all the pieces in place, but then Rivers retired. After a playoff berth, Rivers retired. Carson Wentz was not the answer. And was hurt a good portion of the time. So this year it was Matt Ryan, Sam Ellinger, and then Nick Foles. Not to mention they used two coaches as well. Any similarities between what the Colts went through this season and what the Panthers went through this season, despite the loss? Well, the Panthers were actually uh, pretty close to a playoff spot because the NFC South was so bad. Um, But it's the same headache for Frank Reich. He now goes to a Panthers franchise that has used eight starting quarterbacks since 2018. In essence, a revolving door. Last year, three of them. They bring in Baker Mayfield. He's no longer on the, well, he wouldn't be on the roster anyway because he's a free agent, but he didn't even make it to the end of the season on the roster. Baker Mayfield, Sam Darnold, who they traded for the year before, and P.J. Walker, who keeps getting starts because their other choices stink. Neither team has had a viable and long-term option at quarterback for years. And I know it's not on Frank that Andrew Luck retired abruptly, but that sent them into a tailspin in Indianapolis. And they haven't been able to come out of that spin yet. I mean, they couldn't have known Phillip Rivers would definitively retire, but they took that chance knowing he was near at the end of his career. Same thing with Matt Ryan. I mean, they could have had Baker Mayfield. Oh, my gosh. So here is Sam going from the Colts, not his choice to leave Indianapolis, but he jumps right into the fire with another quarterback disaster in Carolina. You got to have stability at quarterback. Yeah. You want to have stability at quarterback. So um, the good thing that I've learned in my past experience here, uh, in the past experience in a few years, is we've learned how to adapt to different styles of quarterbacks, but that's not the ideal situation. No, it's not a winning formula. I tell you all the time, constant change equals constant losing. And in football, that means at the key positions, like quarterback, like head coach, even like general manager. David Tepper believes that this is a better decision than the one he made with Matt Rule, who was his first head coaching hire when he bought the franchise. I'll self-admit, I didn't. we could have run a better process last time. And I am learning. And I was... With all humility, you know, I could have done better. Okay, I'm not saying that Rule wasn't a good coach. I'm not saying that. Please don't interpret it that way. I'm saying I could have run a better process last time. I do believe that. Okay. Steve Wilkes had the guys playing hard, but it doesn't, it it really just abandoned on a broken leg. It doesn't fix the fact that they not only did not have a franchise QB, but remember they traded away a couple of skill positions. They, shipped Christian McCaffrey to the Bay Area where he's very happy. Nine consecutive games with touchdowns. Uh, Robbie Anderson, one of their best wide receivers, or at least most functional, uh, he was also gone right away. So what exactly will the Panthers bring to the table? In essence, Frank Reich, what will be the Panthers' secret weapon? Top 10 defense is going to give you a chance in every game, but a top five defense is what really can elevate you um, as a team, that you can not only be in every game, but you can find a way to win every game when you've got a top five defense. So we understand we're in a league that is, uh, you know, offensively driven in many ways, but kind of the secret sauce is create and build upon the momentum that we have here, the players, the roster that we have here on defense. 
In other words, in lieu of a quality starting quarterback or a quick fix, run the ball and stop the run. I mean, run the ball and stop the run. <laughs> That's what you have to do. Have a top five defense to cover up all of the mistakes and the and give you, a, I guess, a little bit of a margin for error. But it worked for the Niners, right? But how many of those defenses are out there just waiting for you to build them? So it, it's a tough situation. Same headache. I wonder if he has deja vu. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. I have deja vu listening to Aaron Rodgers talk about his future. Oh, come on. Tell me that was not the freak. I just nailed that segue. As in nailed it. I'm offended. I'm offended. <laughs> well, I'm offended by some of the stuff that you say, too. Uh, so, Aaron. How could you possibly say that? So, Aaron Rodgers back on Pat McAfee, although he's outdoors and so not quite the same oomph. Uh, he apparently has caught wind of the fact that the Green Bay Packers dare to have conversations about their quarterback position without him. It sounds like there's already conversations going on that aren't involving me, which are interesting. Um, You know, honestly, I've been insulated to a lot of that. Like I said, I was in in Nashville and and then I'll be up here, uh, you know, this week playing in the tournament. So uh, I'm not a part of those conversations right now. When I make up my mind one way or another, then uh, you guys and Packers, not in that order, but and everybody else will uh, will know at some point. Although, don't expect an answer anytime soon. You can kind of check out from the Aaron Rodgers drama for a couple weeks at least. It's going to be a little bit more time uh, for my decision. Interesting. And, you know, I feel confident that uh, in a couple weeks I'll feel definitely more strongly about one of the two decisions. <laughs> See what I mean about deja vu? Did I tell you? It's deja vu. All right, raise your hand if you'd like to hear more Aaron Rodgers or you'd like to hear DeMar Hamlin. (laughs) I don't think so. Okay. Okay, there is one more that that I need to play from Aaron, only because I actually agree with him on this particular point. There have been these reports circulating that he doesn't hang out with his teammates. First of all, that's not entirely accurate. We know that he hangs out with Randall Cobb, the Bakhtiaris. He's got friends on the team, guys that have been there a while. Uh, but what about those rookies? What about the young guys? It's the same tired voices, I think, for the most part. It's people that either aren't playing or, you know, weren't anywhere near my level, still trying to have a name on TV, or people that enjoy trying to run with a narrative that uh, that makes me look bad. Listen, Pat I'm 100% background. attendance on every team party. I don't know that every person can say that on the squad, so that's a chance to hang out with me. The things that I'm thinking about and doing and, and spending my time doing are a little probably different than a 21- and 22-year-old. You know, after the day is done, I'm not going home playing video games, you know, all night and on Twitch and all Mario these different Kart? things that young kids do, which is awesome. I mean, I have no problem with that. Hey, you spend your time wherever you want to spend it, but uh, I'm, I'm just not maybe having the same interest. Now, I will agree with him on that. The 20-year-olds in my life are my nieces, and while I hang out with them, trust me, we do not have the same interests. And the other 20-year-olds that I come across are ones that I mentor. So I I have no issue with Aaron Rodgers not hanging out with his rookie teammates like Romeo Dobbs. Um, But his whole whole thing about uh, just the, the haughty attitude that he has and responding back and how only people that have not as as great resumes in the league or that have never played the game uh, can talk about these things. Sometimes don't you just want to give him a quick jab to the nose? 
Now, I'm not a violent person. Oh, no, that's going to be... No, I'm sorry. Can we can we dump that, please? I'm offended. <laughs> it's After Hours on CBS Sports Radio. Boom! This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 